Welcome to Tamarindo, a podcast. Para ti. Y para mí. Tamarindo Podcast is your host. Luis Octavio. And Brenda Gonzalez. And we are amigos talking politics, food, music, and life. Yes. Welcome. Woo. Welcome to the first Tamarindo Podcast show. Um, to start us off, we're going to have a little bit of a drink here, Luis. I have here some tequila. Uy, Dios mío. <laughs> sí, that was good. That was good. Eso quiere decir que está buenísimo. Okay, we're going to take a sip each. Sí, un traguito cada quien. Y como dicen en México, ¿qué es lo que quiere el Seguro Social? I ¡Salud! No, <laughs> okay, pues, One of us is the pocho, as you can tell. Yeah. All right, eh, go ahead. Bueno, ahí va. Eh, oh, don't get, wait, get your beer nearby. Ah, sí, ¿verdad? Por so sí. cheers to a successful first show. <laughs> ¡Salud! ¡Uy, Dios mío! Okay, now we're ready to go. Well, welcome to our first show. Luis, I want to first introduce um, our listeners to you. I want to say a couple things that I admire about my friend Luis. Gracias. So, one of the things I really admire, you may have already caught, um, caught on to this, listeners, is that Luis is very bicultural. He is completely, very fluent, bicultural, very bilingual, can na completely navigate both the Mexican world and the U.S. world. Many of us can identify with that, but I really think that you're extremely, extremely bicultural. And I really admire that. And something else that I really admire about you is that you're very entrepreneurial. You have great ideas, and it's all uh, things that I want to emulate and model, and I'm glad that you're here with me. So I'm glad you're, you're teaming up with me on this podcast. Tamarindo. Hey, gracias. No, thank you so much. This is, uh, this is such a great opportunity, and I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to, uh, to be a part of this. This is a great project. Y pues sí, gracias. I am bicultural. Y eso se lo debo a mis papás because uh, ever since we were little kids, they always taught us to, you know, keep the, the cultura and the language, and that was really important. And um, in regards to, you know, being a, an entrepreneur, pues I think my parents might have a different opinion. They might think that que estoy loco, basically. Too many ideas. Too many ideas, too many things <laughs> going on. They can't keep up. But thank you for that awesome introduction. Um, And I'd love to introduce you to our listeners. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a pleasure to be a part of this project with you. You are an amazing person. And uh, one of the things that, uh, that listeners need to know is that you're so genuine. Oh, you're thank so you. genuine. That's so sweet. And um, you are all about helping others. I think more oh. so than, than looking out for yourself. I think you, you look out for people well, and you look out for the community. I can think we can say that a lot about a lot of our friends. We're very lucky. We have great friends that are all very generous. And no, sí, claro, absolutely. But I think that you more so because you... Well, have, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> you have been in positions where it's very easy to forget about where you come from. And where, you know, and about your, 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 your raza, as I like to say. Well, thank you. But Brenda here, she definitely helps out. And as we continue this podcast, everybody's going to find out a little bit more about what you do and how you've helped out the community. And as a matter of fact, that's actually how we met, um, which we'll talk about later. Yes, um, we, Luis and I teamed up on an amazing fundraiser, The Slam. There was yes, skateboarding. Yes, yes, yes. There was raising money for uh, um, victims of child abuse and uh, their mothers. So great stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. And then the other thing that I want listeners to know about you is that you're very compassionate. You're very passionate also about what you do. 
Um, you're very, you're a very dedicated individual. Well, and, thank you. And I, I, I think that that is extraordinary. And we only have a couple minutes, so let's get on with the I know. show. Pero si no, there's a ton more that I'm gonna get to share with you guys um, as the podcast moves forward. So. Yes, I think a, a lot of our personality will be bleed through, and we're excited to to uh, share this show with you. So. Uh, to start off, I want to know, ¿qué pasa? What's up with you, Luis? How was your week? What's something exciting and interesting that we could share with uh, our listeners bueno, pues, this week? Pues the week was, you know, como, todos los, como todas las semanas. Um, but this week specifically, I actually um, did a couple of Costco runs because... Uh, oh, Costco. That's always yes, a project. Yes. Dios mío. It's... It's such a project, but um, I did a couple of Costco runs because it was my dad's birthday celebration yesterday, so I had to go buy, you know, um, refrescos and drinks and so on and so forth. That's the place for the parties, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, oh, my God, it's just if you're trying to get in and out of Costco, it's not going to happen. You know, no, don't plan you on gotta, it. Yeah, yes. You, you gotta, have a to have at least two, three hours to maneuver your way through the lines and the people and do I, they need signals? Do they need like one way? I feel this like is, <laughs> that would be a great idea. Operate on the right side of the road. Yes, yes. Were you bumping into a lot of people? I was bumping into a lot of people. People were bumping into me, and it's it feels like all of a sudden you forget about you know people here in America. We drive on the right side. We walk on the right side, and here everybody just goes. Every which way, yeah. so it, it, it's crazy. But um, all of a sudden, it's Ciudad de Mexico. All of a sudden, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Um, so anyway, so that's how did you uh, survive your your last Costco run? Uh, well, my partner Fernando helped me survive this did you Costco guys run do because some he's meditating. I, 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 no, but he knows that I get super antsy and just like. Can we have a matraca for Fernando? Uh, yes, please. Matraca for yeah. Helping you navigate the Costco. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Kudos and uh, porras to him. All right. Awesome. What about you? ¿Qué pasa contigo? Okay. So something exciting that happened to me very recently is I am part of a book club. And oh, wow. it was a um, very funny story. So this is a great book club. A lot of incredibly amazing, smart, lots of Ivy League, mostly Latina ladies um, here in L.A. And I was invited to this book club over probably about nine months ago. Okay. Okay. And it turns out that I was invited. It's a group on Facebook. And I kept flaking, and I was literally on the chopping block. They started they started to enforce a, you must come to the book club rule. And, oh, I, wow. and so I was about to get kicked out of book club when I decided to, no, 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 I really want to be part of this. So I started going, and now I've gone to about four book clubs. And in fact, I not only did I start going, I am now, um, I actually hosted. So I hosted last week. I had the first book club, and um, very great book. We read uh, Between the World and Me. Uh, by Tenahasi quotes, and I think I probably need to figure out how to pronounce that. But it was a great, <laughs> great book. Um, it's actually a, a um, black man, I probably maybe close to forty, that wrote a book for his fifteen-year-old son. Oh wow! Because, okay. And it, I mean, I, I think if if anybody's watching the news or just being part of society, you know that you know being a young black man in the United States. Comes with a lot of risks. Yes. Um, no matter what you choose to do, it comes with a, a being in, in a, as in the in the in the words of the the author, you know, operating in that body in the United States, you're very much um, vulnerable to damage and 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 abuse. So it was a very raw raw book about race. Um, I like the depiction of of 
thinking of whiteness as just a fig- figment of our imagination, mm-hmm. and that, that the people that, that created whiteness and race, it's, you know, the, he calls them the dreamers. Very, very interesting book. We had a really, really wonderful discussion. Uh, I know that we really want to make that, uh, uh, talking about race and, and gender and politics and all those different things that, uh, of oppression and things about power, that is, that is going to be part of many things that we'll talk about claro. on the show. Um, and uh, I just had a, a really good time hosting book club. And um, the cool thing is that in this book club is whoever hosts that for that month, uh-huh. um, they pick the book. So I was really happy to pick that book and had a great discussion. And, I, and I'm very fortunate to hang out with some great ladies. So I think a matraca for the ladies of book club. Yeah. Awesome. And see, this is exactly what I mean. I mean, you're so committed. Not only that you get invited, but now you're hosting it. I mean, it was this so is, much this fun. Is, this is the, the brand like that I... Yes, Well, that and, too. <laughs> yeah. And the king of hosting. I think Luis is very good at, at hosting. We've had uh, many adventures, which we'll, <laughs> I'm sure we'll talk about many times. Um, well, I, we should tell our listeners about La Chancla. Are you familiar with this sound? Ay. If you are... Then this segment's for you. Yes, you must be familiar with <laughs> La, La Chancla. Chancla. This is when your mother... Usually your mother. Yeah, usually. Removes her shoe and, and catches you or you've been disrespectful, you've done something wrong. She throws her shoe at you, her chancla. Yes. And this is a uh, mode of dis- discipline that is transcends all um, Latin American countries, I believe. Yes, and if you haven't gotten a chanclazo, then chances are you're still a malcriado. It's true. Right? Yes, yeah. If you're not familiar with that sound, it is un malcriado. malcriado. Okay, so we have this segment here, La Chancla, where we, we like to throw... La chancla, it's something that's annoying us, someone that's annoying us, something. So, Luis, why don't you tell us, who are you throwing the chancla at this week? Yes, this week I'm throwing la chancla to a coworker of mine. Aye. So, I work at a marketing agency in Irvine, California, and so I am one of one Latinos. There, well, there's talk about hiring another person who apparently is also Latino, but for the for the time being, you are the one. I am the one. I am the Latino, right? So, so what is it like to be like the the only one um, that's Latino in a big? Híjole, we would need more than just La Chancla segment to okay, describe. Yeah, yeah so it's, are there, has, <laughs> have, has there been many incidents where? So many incidents. Que ni siquiera sé por dónde empezar, but this is the last one that happened. And this is so you're this is the chancla this is, at this yes. Person that did so I'm th- I'm throwing La Chancla to my coworker, and let me paint the picture. We were actually in a meeting doing a pitch. To one of our current clients. So uh, this particular client, uh, I feel that they should be a part of the Latino community because of a lot of the Latinos actually. And you're the you're the Latino expert expert on this. Team. I've well, yeah, I've become the Latino expert over here. Okay. Porque, pues, soy el único. <laughs> but um, we were having a, a meeting where we're doing a pitch where we're saying we should participate in more Latino or Hispanic driven events. And uh, I presented, I presented what kind of events, and I'd like to think that I kicked ass. Mm -hmm. Um, So at the end of this meeting, the client seemed to be, you know, aligned with what I was saying and and so on and so forth. And so my coworker at the end of this conference basically said, good job, homie. So she chose in the workplace to say, homie. Yes, and, and we're Are you not, guys friends? We're not. She's not your homie. We're, we're not friends. I mean, we're co-workers. We attend a couple meetings during the week together, and that's about it. You know, we haven't even had lunch together. You so know? did you feel that she said homie... I as like you're the Latino, you're therefore you're the homie. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know, but I feel that that um, you know if you're working with people from all walks of life and all different sorts of culture, you should not use any 
you know, word that might describe their culture or their beliefs or anything in particular unless you guys are friends. You mm-hmm. know, because that comes back to microaggression, right? It's a, it's a way of... Yeah, like to her, she probably thought it was harmless, but it is a way of kind of diminishing. Claro, yeah. claro. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had to, so I had to check her. Chancla. Yes, <laughs> I had to check her. I did. I checked her. I said, I'm not your homie, first of all. And second, nice. we haven't matraca even... Matraca for that. Yes, matraca. matraca. And, and second, I said, we haven't even had tacos to be homies, <laughs> you know? But yes, my chanclazo goes out to my coworker. And anybody who is uh, less than considerate when they choose to call coworkers by any claro. descriptive word, yes, that might be <laughs> less than flattering. What okay. about you? Who who does your chanclazo oh, go to? Oh my gosh! Well, Luis, I am a female. I don't know if you've noticed. Pues and sí. um, being a woman in this world comes with um, some risks. So basically, you're always going to be a victim of street harassment. Ladies, do you hear me? Yes. I think we have all can identify with being harassed in the streets. I don't know. If this, you may this, Have you ever been harassed in the streets? Well, not in the streets, but maybe definitely at the gay clubs after like a one. A little bit. There's yeah. a, couple, a couple unwanted. <laughs> There's unwanted, a little couple yeah. unwanted. You so you've know, had a taste. So, you've had yeah, a taste. Yeah, a taste. It. But I'm sure not to... Yeah, well, you know, being a like you, you're being, it's just like a fact of life, and, and a lot of my girlfriends and I, we were discussing it. It's just like something that is unfortunate that we all have to navigate to with, like like just like like have to deal with. But I have a particularly horrendous street harassment story. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Cuenta, it, cuenta. Oh my god! So uh, I was in Washington D.C. for work um, in a very nice part of town, actually, mm-hmm. and I decided to meet with some um, some friends of mine. Actually, somebody that I. We, we should have on the show eventually. This is an amazing lady that's from East L.A. to D.C. Like wow. she works, she's uh, appointed by President Obama. She works in the Department of Defense. I mean, she's got amazing stories, and we definitely need to have her on the show. See. But, uh, anyways, I was having drinks with my friend from East L.A. in D.C., and uh, I decided to walk the mile from where we hung out to our hotel alone because I actually, that's the way I get around. I like to walk. Yes. And it was a very nice part of town. So I know that D.C. has its parts that are not, but this is actually a decent part of town. But it was a very quiet, very, not that many people on the streets part of town. So, you know, as a woman, you're a little bit extra on guard when you're uh, walking the streets alone. Mm-hmm. So I was walking by myself. And um, as I'm walking, um, heading, let's just say east, and some guy's heading west, so walking towards me, he gives me that look where he's like undressing me with his eyes. And it's just, like I said, it's just something that occasionally happens to us women. So, uh, I felt a little uncomfortable, so I grabbed my phone, pretended to be on the phone because I, I did was on guard. Okay. So I get to a stop sign, stoplight, and this guy, all of a sudden, he's next to me. So this means that he not only passed me, but he decided to turn around and go, like, come meet me Literally at the Literally come after you. Yes. Like, okay. And this, he looks me in the eye, and this is the worst experience of street harassment I've ever had. He looks me in the eye, and I kid you not, he says to me, I want to suck the farts out of your ass. What? Yes. Is this so? Who this says that? This is what he says what, what to me. What does that mean? Dios mío. It, was, it was definitely the worst experience ever. I, I just, I just like, I, he said it twice in case I didn't hear him. Oh, twice. Yes. And I just like, I need to go. And I, and like, luckily, like as soon as the light turned green, I beelined it to my hotel. He didn't follow me. And that was definitely the worst experience of street harassment. So that guy for sure gets my chancla. 
No, that guy gets more than a chancla. So that guy gets all of Probably, the Latina yeah. moms chanclas at once. Yeah, I mean it's it's a horrendous thing, and I'm and I'm sure uh, uh, as we have more people on the show, we can talk a lot about this. But uh, it did spur uh, some conversation mm-hmm. with a lot of my coworkers who all happen to be um, also young women, and and we talked about you know the the fact that this is just something that that you have to deal with as a woman, and I think what makes it the most um, frustrating is that. This is completely unwanted and unsolicited information. And usually, fortunately, usually it's not as horrendous as that particular episode. Sometimes it comes in the form of a compliment and I'm doing air quotations. <laughs> air quotations so they might be like, I like your dress, mama, or whatever, something ridiculous. And and, uh, and we've all talked about different ways that we deal with it. Like some of us, um, sometimes when I feel like, the, the feel like I might suppress someone if I just like smile politely, say thank you sometimes. But, but it's a horrendous you, thing. Why do you have to smile? Why well, do you I have mean, you to don't, like, I, you know, it, it, it's so unfortunate because yeah, as a, does yeah. this guy have a mom? Does he have a sister? Like, yeah, yeah. There, we were trying to think about what can you possibly say to a street harasser. Yeah. So one of my one of my colleagues said that you know what she does sometimes if someone gives her that stare, mm-hmm. she stares right back, and that usually disarms them. So that's one idea. Um, I heard a, another example of just telling someone, you don't get to talk to me that way. That's a cool idea. I mean, there's a lot of things to do, but I think I think it's just something that um, is very unfortunate that, like, y- you have to kind of walk around with this vulnerability. As I mentioned earlier, the book that I that I read in my book club about, you know, being a, being a, a black person, a black young man in America, you really have to navigate this world with a certain vulnerability. And I think I felt a lot of parallels with that story and, okay. and with that and being a woman. So I'm sure we'll return to this topic at different different points of the episode, but let's throw a chanclazo to, to street harassment, and in particular, this this mean, nasty man in D.C. Yes, chanclazo! This brings us to our segment that we like to call La Porra, where, yes. we, where we do a cheer for somebody that we really we admire and we claro. like. So how does the porra go? La Porra goes, chiquitibuna, la bimbomba, chiquitibuna, la bimbomba, a la bao, a la bimbomba. La chola. Well, Luis says la chola because we're, we are joined for the first time on our very first show. Uh, somebody we admire here live yeah. and in the flesh. Yes. This is uh, Casualty Mort- Morticia, right? Casualty yeah. Morticia. Yeah. And uh, you might recognize her as uh, a chola in the Me Too videos yeah. in the chola cultural appropriation clip. And also the Chola Makeover clip. Love. So let's have a matraca, matraca for our guests. All right, so we have ca- um, Casualty here. Yeah. Uh, we want to know how did you get how did you get involved with the Me Too videos? Uh, well, first of all, hi everybody. I'm mean, I'm Casualty. Um, the way I got involved with the Me Too videos was it started off and um, I did the Doritos commercial. With uh, one of the homies, the producer, uh, he's also known in uh, Muerto Movie, Amor, Muerte. Um, and I, I was just, you know, messing around and, uh, you know, having a good time being me and making people being laugh. funny. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, talking all sorts of mamadas. Like, you know, I have a segment on uh, on Instagram every Monday, hashtag Mamadas Monday. So every Monday is something dumb, you know. Hashtag Mamadas Monday. Oh, yeah, I gotta right. check that out. <laughs> So, you know, I got involved in that, and then um, one of the casting guys from uh, Me Too, uh, he's like, he told my homie, hey, who's that funny chola, the one wet chick? And he's like, oh, that's the hunger casualty. So he goes and he tags me on Instagram, and then he tagged me on um, his Instagram, and he's like, oh, you down to do, 
you know, uh, this. We're trying to do, like, a chola segment, you know, something funny but realistic, you know? We just want to, you know, have, like, kind of, like, the cholos try but different with uh, just commentary. And I said, yeah, I'm down. So we got there, got in the studio, and we, as soon as we walked in the door, it started rolling, you know? Did you guys do the uh, cultural appropriation and the uh, chola makeovers at the same time? Or was it, like, separate No, occasions? separate, separate okay. occasions, yeah. Yeah, awesome. So if you're not familiar with it, the cultural appropriation, so there's, like, all these images of... Uh, not Latina women. Well, actually, not, not all of them, because Jennifer Lopez was among them. But yeah. basically taking this chola look yeah. and doing it, s- selling it for Hollywood, yes. and you all were commenting on like yes. what your reactions were. And the reactions all yeah. were like, if it's like, you know, because the people think of cult- uh, cholas is a culture, cholas is a this, they got the mis- you know, they misinterpret what an actual chola is. The original meaning is like, you know, the actual gangster, you know, of uh, back in the day, but then they, you know, started, you know, it actually started with the pachucos, you know, you got the mm-hmm. chola, you know, right there. Um, and so we were just commentary, you know, like of uh, if we get take offense when people, you know, kind of take it as a mockery, mm-hmm. you know, and of course, you know, it had to be like Mickey Minaj and all the ones, and people think we were, we're talking racist stuff, but we're not, like, because I gave my shout outs to Lil Kim. But that's you know, true. Okay, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. Because I know right away they're gonna, play, you know, it's gonna be played that card, and I didn't want to go there because it's not about that. And uh, what you call it? So yeah, we were just uh, talking about we got offensive. We described like, the, the actual dress and like how it started and, and what it means and like the teardrop and everything. So that's how it all started with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what so, does the teardrop mean? A teardrop is like, uh, well, I, to, how can I put it? Are you supposed it's you supposed to put it on on uh, on one side and you know. Uh, there's some things that can't really uh, describe, um, oh. you know, this say. Is, oh, you can't. So okay. it's about so it's the kills and like. So, but there's you know, meanings. Behind there's meanings there's behind a it. real yeah. like hardcore meaning. Yeah, there is hardcore. It. Yeah, yeah, for the actual pinteros and stuff like that. Pinteros is like oh, when uh, people are like busted or like actually, you know, you know, deep deep in the you know hood type of thing. There's like a code. Yeah. So yeah. I, what I what I want to know from watching those videos is when you guys did that, like how many takes did you guys do? Was like. Because your reactions are amazing well, yeah, and hilarious. And she's like, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got the but quick, what I want to know is, like, wits. was that, like, on the first, like, That's take? on the first take. Damn. Was, was on the first take because, I mean, as soon as so we walked in the door, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, um, yeah, as soon as we walked in the door, uh, we, were, we were we were already faded anyway, so. Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> which, <laughs> which we might be on the show. I know. Motivated. Motivated. Since this is the radio, I, I want to describe that you're wearing the absolutely cutest Ni- Nike Cortez size, like, two, probably. Two, they are. <laughs> are they? Oh, I my see. God. You have the tiniest, <laughs> tiniest feet. So we love your shoes. And, Luis, you were saying that you found some cool shoes like Yeah. That? So I have actually some Nike Cortez, but they're, like, the Mexico edition. They're, like, mm-hmm. limited edition. They have... Uh, they're all verde, rojo, white, and they have, like, the Aztec calendar inside. But, like, those shoes, like, I could only find them in, like, a size 8. And I'm a, I'm a size 10. So oh. every time I wear them, <laughs> de vez en cuando, de vez en cuando I wear them when, like, Mexico plays during the World Cup, yeah. which I've worn twice already. And, and <laughs> they don't fit, obviously. And so, yo soy, hace cuenta como la cenicienta. We're like, Mexican, we step, make it Yeah, fit. I make it fit. How many yeah. can we fit in yeah. Volkswagen? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people. <laughs> Por eso tengo callos. That was, that's my disclaimer. <laughs> so and, and, yeah, there's other projects that, you, that you're involved in where you're taking this like chola look but turning it into positive things. So can you tell mm-hmm. us about the chola, chola pinup and some of that? Well, the movement. chola pinup movement, um, I started with, uh, I'm going to say, uh, four years ago. 
Um, at first, you know, they, it was like a, a network, and uh, it's actually our founder is Madeline Lala Aviso. She's uh, from the Washington. We have different chapters in different states. Oh, she's so, not even from California. Um, she moved. She's uh, from um, um, Washington. She moved wow. to Washington. Yeah. Oh wow. But yeah, she's um yeah she's from originally from here, and she moved to Washington. And um, from most of my knowledge, that's you know, because I only met her uh, once, but we have a different network, you know, different states. Anyway, so. Um, we started out that, and I always thought, you know, I always wanted to do some kind of positive change or anything, because I myself have been, you know, a, you know, an activist in my own ways, like against police brutality. Um, I, I was an active, active, an activist for animal rights, and you know, different things for like the workers and everything. I always wanted to like be there for Marasa, you know. Mm -hmm. So I liked it, and I like the fact that you know it's something that I it, it's close to home, you know. With the, with the whole uh, Chola movement and, like, you know, growing in the hood and being in the hood and be actually active and all that, you know? And I've seen a lot of a lot of soldiers, um, you know, fall. And, I mean, soldiers from the street, you know, uh, fall, and then they, they go back into habits and everything. and the, But I also see the ones that want to that want to make it, you know? Mm -hmm. And sometimes they don't have the, 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 the means to... Um, what is it? Oh, like they don't have like the um, the plugs, pretty much. Yeah, they like they don't know how to do it. Yeah, or what they, to they do? I don't have anybody in their to, network. The resource. That has, there you go. Yeah, the that resource. has gone yeah. to college or that has yeah. modeled for them. Yeah. some opportunities. So yeah, my, yes, the chance of that. It's so, a little hard, a lot harder for yeah, some it of is. these folks. So the fact that I could be able to do, you know, what I do as in um, musician or anything, and take that and like networking into a positive. Say they like this music. Well, if you like that, support me and support what I do. You know, like. Um, that's how people and so you, you've brought the Chola pinup movement to some of your circles as an entertainer. Yes, an entertainer, yeah. yeah. So um, and the, and then I love being involved in this because, like I said, it's also empowering women and and you know girls that you know get out of prison and maybe they just don't want to be back in the hood and like you know they they got kids they're fighting for their kids custody they don't some of them don't even know how to read and write yeah you know some of them nice. you know and like the fact that I could be able to provide um, some kind of uh, help to even. You know, build a resume, how I'm dressed, how to, you know, curl your hair, you know, something like that, you know. It's, it's so the Chola, Chola Pinup, I know, I know I saw that, uh, on, uh, so I've been following Chola Pinup on Instagram mm -hmm. and social media. Mm -hmm. So I saw that Real G's Get Degrees is mm -hmm. one of the taglines. So you all uh, raise money for scholarships? Yes, or, yeah. We, um, there's a, the, we got different um, uh, foundations, uh -huh. you know? And uh, yeah, we do raise go Real G's Get Degrees. Let's have a matraca for yes. Real G's Get Degrees. Thank That's you. awesome. <laughs> and yeah, so you know, we have a shirt and the it's called the scholar. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't spell scholar without chola. It's you know true. Yes, oh yes. my gosh. <laughs> so where do people find out about, about Chola Pinup and how do they get involved in You in get supporting? involved, um get involved. We have a street team, we have to actually become an official, go through steps and stuff. But um you go to cholapinup.com. Mm -hmm. Uh we also have a Twitter, Chola Pinup, and um and if you want, like if you have it, you know, post it up on anything that could show you what other links you go to on yeah, Instagram, definitely. Chola we'll Pinup. Tweet it out. Yeah, or um you can find me, LA Casualty four twenty on Instagram, you know, and I always have something out there or uh, you could look me up under Facebook. Uh, Ch um, casualty the Chola pinup and again I've been posting all sorts of anything uh, you know and we also have different events and from Vegas Washington Colorado like we're we're expanding Texas we got you know chapters all over the chapters. place wow, yeah so you're we're super busy too. yeah we're, we're super busy yeah but you know the the fact that it's doing something and the benefits for something in this world because mm -hmm. you're like ah Chola she's well fat ass da 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 you always <laughs> talking shit you know and now we're trying to be positive you know? yeah but it's like all right I'm gonna talk shit you know but you know. 
Like, I mean, you're going to talk shit, but look, we're, we're getting degrees. We're trying to do a better movement, you know? Yeah. We can keep it hood. We'll still fuck you up. Excuse me. We'll still it's, fuck you up. I mean, I mean but, you yeah. Know. So, Putazos. So, yeah. But why not, why not, why not, you know, turn that positive, you know, that violent aggravation into positive and, and be like, yeah, fight the system from inside. It's a lot of passion behind that. Yeah. It's a lot of Absolutely. perseverance. So why not? I mean, there's people that want to get degrees. They want to better their better their opportunities. Yeah. And they, they like you said, they don't have those networks. They don't yeah. have the resources. And this is a great way to some scared, of those opportunities. Or they never they're been scared to from it, their you know? own school. It's it's sad because it's it, they're scared from their own circle, their own box that they're gonna be like, oh, you're a sellout and everything. You know, because now you want to like better yourself. Yeah. And, yeah. So it's a lot of perseverance, a lot to admire. So mm-hmm. what I want to ask is, what got you interested in 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 putting together these groups and and helping these organizations and 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 fundraising for scholarships? Like, what inside you like triggered you? My heart and the fact that I battled it within my, within my own self and my own life. So I know what the struggle is. I know, um, you know, my mom's being a single mom. You know, I'm an only child and everything, you know, going through from house to house. And, like, you know, and it's just the fact that, you know, now I could provide for my mom. You know, it's, you know, and I know how that could be. You know, I myself have been locked up. I myself have done, you know, done done my dirt and everything. You know what I mean? So I can't just be, like, talking out of my ass and be like, oh, These are you people know, you identify with. Yeah, usually. exactly. So that's why this project is really, like, close to home. And it's just, like, you know, it's kind of, like, proving proving myself, not only to my my family, not only to, like, society. It's just, like, a, like kind of, like I said, like, fighting the system from the inside, but for the better. You know what I mean? So, so like, you know, they say that the, um, the, the, the God and devil, you know, go against each other. But in order to fight evil, you got to have some kind of evil, you know? So you got to put it together and make it a positive. So, so you have to understand what yeah. like what you're feeling and what you're going through yeah. in order for it to make sense and so, create yeah, something and positive, Yeah, no? exactly. And so since I already went through the struggles, it's like I wouldn't want uh, the, our future, you know, um, to be going through that struggle. And if I, you know, just put a piece, you know, together for them to, to help themselves and, you know, feels good. That's why. And I do it with my heart, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're very passionate about it. So I want to back up and and, and uh, maybe tell our listeners a little bit more about about you as an entertainer, mm-hmm. your persona. So obviously you got pulled into these projects because you've made quite a name for yourself. So tell us about how you got, like, what what do you do, like, mm-hmm. you're in terms of your art? Mm-hmm. And how, how do you got involved in all this? Involved as, a, as an artist, um... Well, you know, I mean, like I said again, um, well, like in our family, you know, you know, our family has a lot of musicians, and you know, from uh, um, bandas in in Mexico, you know, the guitarists, we also, all music runs in our family, you know, and I've always been uh, a type that I was going to perform, I wasn't entertain, like you should turn into something else, and you know, just a, a growing up with music all around me, like I, I um. I wanted to always do music and you know do some kind of message, just entertain someone, make someone happy for that kind of that that, that moment, that specific moment, mm-hmm. whether it be comedy, whether it be um, acting, whether it be something, you know. And you do all these things. Yeah, I do. I act. I I, I rap. Um, I've been in commercials, videos. I, I don't like to say models. I like to say professionally Vogue, you know. But I have, <laughs> I have seen that she's got some be- like beautiful looks. She's very great at hair, makeup. This, this she's mastered the whole chola pinup look. Well, I want you, a chola makeover. I, I saw mean, your video. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I don't get chola makeovers. I <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I want like so. Tell me, like when you perform as a musician, what is the, what's the sort of stuff that you're doing? Um, as a uh, as a musician, I'm a rapper. Uh-huh. I do rap and I do I call it if it's it's uh, FMC, you know, because female MTG. FMC, awesome. Oh, FMC. Yes. Oh my God, you gotta give us a little something. I love yes. the FMC. <laughs> so you should, do, you should do a little FMCing right now. <laughs> well, oh yeah, can you do it? Are you can yeah. you do can you do some live? Can you MC? drop a? 
from the new stuff or from <laughs> whatever you want. Give whatever us you want. It. Give us some of it. It's really, it's really raw. That's the thing. It's like I don't know how censored I have to be. Unless you want to just check it out on my SoundCloud and stuff. Give us a line. Give us a line or two. This way. Yeah. This is a little, a little something, something. I sing. Uh, fuck the government, got you sick, fucks twisted Blinded aside, but you play submissive Sad cruelty, and that happens every day And I see it all day, and it's a fucked thing to say But streets are covered with bad habits Controversy, propaganda, love sick addicts Sit in a jitter to watch a show Cause motherfucker, I'm let you know When I'm done with you, you'll be left a carnivore uh. All right. Well, Damn, that was awesome. that's amazing. That was great. We have a couple questions that we want to ask all of our um, guests here at Tamarindo Podcast. Yes. So, first question, as you know, Lati- Latinos, <laughs> Lat- Latinos we, we have the best snacks. Yes, we do. Like the best snacks. So right now, uh, audience, you can't see, but we're enjoying some tahin mm-hmm. with our tecate. Yes. So, yes. I want to know, what is Salud. your favorite snack? Oh, chamoy. That's what yeah. I like. Yeah, like, I love um, manguanillas, chamoy, anything with, like, chamoy and lemon yes. and wow. tamarind. Oh, God. Oh, sorry. Manguanillas. <laughs> yeah, we got to have a manguanilla uh, recipe on the I show. Know. We should. When we're talking about food, not the other kind of manguanilla. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, Luis, you want to ask this next question? Yes. What is what would be your telenovela name, or if you had one, mm-hmm. what would be your telenovela name? Casos de la Vida Real Chola Edition. Oh, my God, that's awesome. My life is dramatic, girl. Watch out, Silvia Pinal. Y Teresa. So something that we do on the show, too, is that, um, you know, I'm sure you know that moms like to throw the chancla. They throw everything at me. Anything that's in the way. Oh, my God. Did we have the same mom? <laughs> so if you could throw the chancla at something, it could be something that annoys you or a figure, that a person that annoys you. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Why are we throwing the chancla at Nicki Minaj? I just can't stand her. Yeah. I do not like her. Like, I do not like green eggs and ham. I don't <laughs> <laughs> It's just, I mean... I don't know, she's just, like, so fake, like, uh, you know, and I mean, it's just, yeah. it really bugs the crap out of me that, you know, like, the, that she's being admired for something. She just, she doesn't do anything. She, she just, just shows her booty. Yeah, I mean, and that's really what you want to sell. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love, I mean, the entertainment I, business, you know, I'm yeah. with it. But, but I mean, I mean, just, there's it, little substance. You know, it's just like, uh, you're teaching girls to be so selfish, you know mm. what I mean? Because even, like, um, what, what's that movie called? She comes out, uh, and then her alter ego. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw a chunk and then some at the outside. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I nice. um, I think yeah. Well, it was so great to have you as our very first guest. Yes, Thank gracias. you for having us. It was an honor. Good luck on everything. And just to recap, where can people find you on um, the internet? And you can find me at facebook.com um, casualty, the Chola Pena. It's C A S U A L T Y. And on Instagram, LA Casualty 420. It's all together, all one, no little squiggles and whatever. Mamba Jumbo, you know? Makes people a hard look for it. One together. One yes. together. And then check out our network and um, 
I got a GoFundMe page, uh, and the GoFundMe page that I have, uh, you go to GoFundMe, LA Casualty, and uh, the description is, you know, I'm, I'm launching a, a merch in the line. Um, I'm hashtagging Chola Punk because, you know, this is like my project now. And what I'm doing is just for kids that are bullied and picked on because I used to always be called Natalie Fatally, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, and getting picked on, it sticks with you. I'm still traumatized. I mean, now I'm fat and I don't care. You know, I still get paid for You're it. You're not. <laughs> the bigger the panza, the better the chanza. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yes <laughs> so, well thank you and, oh and cheers god. to you salud 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 yes thank you we did it that was yes. our first show Woo. Tamarindo a podcast para ti y para mi and Tamarindo podcast is uh, Luis Octavio and, and Brenda Gonzalez yes and we are amigos <laughs> talking politics food music and life We'll do more of the politics and the food and music the next yes. time. Yes, para la próxima, se yes, los prometemos. Yes, and uh, you can find us on the internet at Tamarindo Podcast at Gmail. And Tamarindo, you spell it T-A-M-A-R-I-N-D-O. And you can find us on Twitter at... Tamarindo Cast. Tamarindo Cast. And I want to give a shout out to our producer, Jeff DeVoe. Woo! producer and sound engineer and music sí, producer gracias. yes and thank you and we will see you next time Woo. share share please please share Woo. the end <laughs> <laughs>